Hello, fellow Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that hates to break it to you, but the world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. Uh, Pause for yelling. <laughs> my name's Joe, and I'm joined by four other vampires. Yeah. We've got Frank. The only podcast that is something else. Sequel? The only podcast that is always trying to ice skate uphill. See, I really, really wanted to pick that one, but I knew one of you was going to pick that one. Oh, God damn it, see, now he's playing us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's playing the game. That one was too obvious. It was too obvious. Corey? The only podcast that learned to pull the trigger. And Matt? The podcast that is not exactly the March of Dimes. This is our Blade episode, but before we get into talking about the movie, let's see what else we've been watching in our segment entitled, What We've Been Watching. Corey? I started a show that is on Netflix right now called Wentworth. Have you ever heard of it? No. Sounds like a show about a butler. No, it's not. It's actually about like Wentworth Correctional Facility in Australia. It's essentially Australia's like Orange is the New Black, but it's grittier and darker and fucking awesome. It's really good. I'm only like three episodes in, but... It's gripping, and it's, I think it's on, like, season four or five right now. It's its seriously worth, like, the hour and a half in, like, the, for, like, the pilot episode. If you don't like it after that, then. Are the episodes, like, an hour length? Or? I think they're an hour, and I think it was, because it was the opening, it was, like, a special two-hour premiere, like, way back when, so. It was a long episode, but it was good. Sequel? I've been watching a lot of football. And I watched the movie uh, One Hour Photo last night. Oh, Rest in peace. Forever in our hearts. Pouring one out for the homie. I take it you've all seen the movie. No. Mm-hmm. No? Really? No. But I know Ron Williams in it. Okay. That makes me sad. It's pretty good. Dark. I've seen it once. It was creepy enough. Very it was creepy. super creepy. Matt? Um, I am still watching Mr. Norrell and Jonathan Strange. Like is it on your phone right now? No. Are you sure? I'll turn it off. Take it. Hubert, grab uh, his phone. <laughs> damn it, Hubert! Your hands are so quick. It's that damn college speed. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a great show. I'm really enjoying it, but I hope they do more of it. Because it says, you know, one season. It says 2015 to nothing. So I hope that doesn't come 2015 to 2016, and I hope they make another season. But it's a BBC show, and sometimes they go, we're going to wait it out. Yeah, like Sherlock. We're going to give it a year and a half between our next series. We're going to give it two years. Fuck yourselves. But it's fun. It's like serious magic. I miss you, Doctor. Hmm. Him too. Joe, what are you watching? I watched The Social Network because it was on, and I really miss watching that movie because that movie's fantastic. That's an awesome movie. Still haven't seen it. One day. It's the, only, it's the only movie Jeffy Eisenberg is tolerable to me in. Is there a comic for it? Come check. <laughs> if only. Go to the video tapes. <laughs> the Facebook comic. Mark Zuckerberg drew it. <laughs> they're, called, they're called Bitch Drips. <laughs> bitch Drips. And Frank, what about you? Um, season three of Blacklist made it to Netflix, so I started watching that. Is that the movie with Ultron in it? It's not a movie. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, James Spader's in it. It's pretty good. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh. <laughs> oh, that was such a good long con. <laughs> Shit. And that's what we've been watching. Let's get into our movie facts on Blade. Blade was made in 1998. It was directed by Stephen Norrington, who's only directed four movies, including Blade. He also brought us Death Machine, The Last Minute, and The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I've never seen the first two. Anyone else? No? Death League. That's it. The movie stars Wesley Snipes, Stephen Dorff, Chris Christopherson. Here's where the names get bad. And and Bush Wright and Bushy Wright. I don't know. Donald Logue and Udo Kier. The budget for the movie was forty million dollars, and it grossed one hundred thirty-one million. Wow! Three times, almost tripled. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, over tripled. Yeah. Math. Ninety-eight. Yeah, ninety-eight. Oh, math. Now for the fun part: the ratings. They're all over the place. <laughs> that oh, makes sense. Awesome. Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie a 54%. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is 78%. On IMDb, it's a 7.1 out of 10. Wow. On Metacritic, it's a 45. What? And the user score on Metacritic is an 
Okay, so what we've learned from this is that people like this more than actual critics. film critics. Yeah. That's what we've learned. And, yeah. However, Outside of what? Was the second one Metacritic? Is that what you said? IMDb. Or is IMDb? IMDb is the... Because IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, like, personal score, like, viewer score is actually pretty close. We gotta get Hubert to look up how to rate a movie on IMDb. Because I'm pretty sure if you're a pro user, if you pay to use IMDb, you can rate any movie. And it will count in the score. Pretty sure. We'll ask him when he's on. If I had 50 spare dollars, I would join the pro site because I have an account on IMDb and I'd like my face to show up, but I have to pay to have my face show up and I'll have $50. I don't know why any human being would pay any amount of money to use a service that they can use perfectly for free. To have your face show up so people can look you up and say, I'd like him to be in my movie. Sending email now. On Rotten Tomatoes, your picture pops up if you link it to your Facebook. We should have, and like, a free. bake sale, so Mac can have $50. <laughs> yes! To get I, IMDb Pod brownies. <laughs> but isn't that what Hubert does on the off days? Just sends Matt's, like, headshots and resumes out to the <laughs> film companies? That's Guys, what he did we've upped his hours. He only has one off day. It turns out we're not getting really many trash. <laughs> we think we're he's sending them. Shredder. He's, he's just lighting them on fire in the, in the burn pit out back. He's a mute, guys. <laughs> Don't embarrass him. He's right here. Mm. <laughs> Did we fire all the other interns? He has a very piercing look. <laughs> I was going to do it for the movie facts on Blade. And Hubert's self-esteem. <laughs> Hope it isn't no, you made him leave, Joe, damn it. All right. He's the quietest door closer ever, too. I mean, he locked it, too. Yeah. That's you fucking so impressive. <laughs> no, that's carbon monoxide. Okay, great. He's starting a barbecue for us. It's fun. <laughs> Get the burgers. <laughs> Before this gets any more off the rails. It's the table. That's good. Probably is. <laughs> Let's get into our general thoughts about Blade. Let's go to Matt. Alright. Uh, I enjoy Blade. Blade, I realized while rewatching it this time that it um, definitely um, advanced my love of techno club music at the time. Without Blade, I don't think I would have nearly been involved in as much techno and dance music as I was in high school and into college. Uh, it also formulated a lot of my gaming at the time. A lot of my um, gaming during that era was based off the things that I learned while watching the Blade movies. And um, I like it. I'm a big fan of the monster being the good guy, so... If we've learned nothing else, we know that about you now. Yes. Corey? When I watched this movie as a kid, I loved it. I really always... I had always had, like, a weird um, love for the Blade... The whole Blade trilogy, to be completely honest with you. Two and even Trinity. Although everybody else hates that fucking movie, which I totally respect. Um, But watching it again, after not having watched it for years, for this, this movie doesn't age well. That's really the, the the biggest problem with this movie is it does not age well. It doesn't age nearly as good as The Crow does. So that's kind of problematic for me watching it today. Frank? This is the first time I watched this movie, and I, could, I would probably say that if I saw this back in the day, I probably would have liked it, but this movie is not that good. I just could not get into it. There was parts of it that I was just like, what is happening? Please just make it stop. He's fighting vampires. <laughs> che- that's what's happening. Checking my phone. Not, you know, not really into it. I couldn't dive in. Just never hooked me anywhere. I should definitely bring that into my rating system. Checking my phone. Checking Because if phone. I check my phone during a movie, I know that I don't like it. Yeah. Put it on your rubric. Right. I should. Sequel? On that note, I check my phone a lot. <laughs> 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 it's the first time I saw it. The nice way of saying this is it's not my kind of movie. I can see why you like the movie, but I, I'm just not into it. Guzzling blood as it drips from a uh, fire extinguisher. Whoa. Spoilers. Spoilers. I wanted to vomit. <laughs> I didn't... Ugh, that, 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 I have a weak stomach to begin with. <laughs> I was going to say, you have a weak stomach. <laughs> that kind of set the tone for me, for me for the beginning. There are some things this movie does get right, but... Yeah, it's the first time I saw it. I'm, I'm not going to watch it again unless I have to. 
and I had to for this one. So. <laughs> You'll only have to watch Blade 2 and Blade 3 again. Uh, don't write that one down. <laughs> and this one when we do Blade now. Revisited. I have to now. After this episode, there's gangbusters on the podcast statistics. <laughs> I think the movie's okay. It's not particularly great in any way. It has not aged well. No. This is my first time seeing it like in its entirety. I've seen parts of this movie before, and the experience as a whole, not much better than in part. So, eh. All right. Those are general thoughts. What's yeah. Uh, from this point forward, there will be spoilers. If you've not watched Blade yet, where have you been? Me and Frank. And sequel. sequel. Thanks. I forgot you hadn't watched it before. It's the table. It is the table. <laughs> if you'd like to see Blade without knowing what happens, pause now, go find a way to do so. Unfortunately, only Blade 2 is on Netflix, so you have to find a new way. I know, go figure. And hopefully by now, you've seen it and you've come back, so thanks for coming back. Hey, yo. Let's get into anything we want about Blade. I opened up the wiki for Blade, his uh, comic book stuff. So I'd like to lay that down as a, as a baseline before we continue. Uh, Blade was invented in July 1973 in the Marvel series of comics dubbed The Tomb of Dracula. It was a 70-issue series about a bunch of vampire hunters fighting Dracula and other supernatural monsters. The likes of the heroes involved were Blade, Spider-Man, Werewolf by Night, X-Men, etc., Solomon Kane, and... Um, so he, that's where he was introduced, and I remember he was a black afroed vampire hunter, and he threw around wooden knives, because back then it was wood, it wasn't silver. He was basically the same character, he was a half-vampire, which Wikipedia actually has as a damp here, which is the Baltic term for a half-vampire. He has the same power set that he has in the movie, which is, you know, martial artist, fighter, immune to this, that, and the other thing. Regeneration? I mean, yeah, vampire regeneration, yeah. But, uh, you know, he also ages a little slower, but not as slowly as vampires and all that good stuff. In the movie, didn't they say he aged like a human, though? Yeah, yeah they said that, but I feel like he still didn't age like a human. I feel like that was just Whistler being Whistler. He <clears throat> definitely aged human ass. Yeah, no, much more human than the vampires. Yeah, but, you know, to say he aged human, mm-hmm. we're not sure. Although, all things being equal... I'm pretty sure, like, the opening scene of the movie, like, when you see Blade being born, mm-hmm. wasn't that, didn't, like, it say on the bottom, like, 1960, is that what it said? 1980? I don't remember if it said a year. It had, a, I'm pretty sure it had a year I think on it did have a 60s or something. I, if it was the 60s, that would make him essentially 30 when this movie was supposedly taking place. Which makes sense. Which yeah. makes some sense, but he also looks a little older than 30 to me, too, like... Yeah. He uses an accelerated rate. Yeah. He's, he's also he's also a big dude, yeah. you know, and you know, he's not really he's live. Like, yeah, true. the facial hair throws it off a little bit too. I think. Oh, uh, that's very possible. Plus, he's seen some shit, so that, he's that's kind of aging. Yeah, yeah. 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 homeless people. So, <sighs> but uh, yeah, his notable aliases on uh, uh, Wikipedia are Daywalker, Frank Blade. Switchblade, Spider Hero, and Ronin. And I just like that Frank Blade is... Ronin? Yeah, was one of his aliases. Ronin, yes. What was his name? Eric? Eric Brooks is his actual name. Did he have a hammer? No. That's a different... Okay, great. (laughs) Something about a spider in there, too. Yeah, Spider Hero. Because vampires are capable of spider climb. That's probably where he got it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Not in this series, but... That is a uh, power that vampires have had in mythology, so in a comic book he may have been able to do that. I remember Morpheus, another Spider-Man villain, used to do that shit all the time. True. He'd be like, hey, Spider-Man. And then he would eat people with his hands. Fuck, you're gonna follow him. Because that's where his eating was. It was weird. Alright, so that's about all the comic book stuff I have. Back to the movie. (laughs) Thank you for that. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Okay, I will go. Um, talking about what sequel actually jumped in and said in his um, general thoughts, the bloodbath, essentially, yeah. with like the fire extinguishers coming full of blood. Look. Am I the only one? No, I get it. Weak stomach people were probably like, oh, that's disgusting. Correct. Was I the only one that was like, why are you wasting all of this perfectly good food by showering, like bathing in it? 
Because that didn't make any goddamn sense to me. It was not clarified if it was human or cow blood, and I'm led to believe where the club was, it was cow blood. So they didn't yeah, but they particularly had, yeah, they had want humans it. hanging in the. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like um, they particularly didn't want it. You know, what I'm saying it was just more for the aesthetic. Effect. Yeah. And once that song came on, I just started bopping, and I was like, "Oh God, I remember this song used to be on my iPod." Oh, the White Rabbit. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> That's the way I felt. I was so excited. It was very Matrixy this movie. Oh yeah, it felt like I know that it came out before yeah. the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I can see them pulling some stuff. The time lapse stuff. There's a lot of time lapse stuff in this to yeah. like pass the days because vampires can't really be out in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do a lot of time lapse from like day until the night. And I mean, time lapse stuff kind of always looks cool. Vampires can be out in the day if they were sunblock though. Yes, apparently very very thick sunblock though. I mean, if you saw it, it wasn't like. SPF 30, like, they were, like, caking it on like drag queens do when they put on makeup. Like, like peanut butter. Yeah. It was serious shit. I think I missed that part. Really? You must have been checking your phone. <laughs> Stop checking your phone, people! Yeah, I didn't like the blood coming out of the uh, sprinkler system either. I, thought, I, I was it. like, as soon as it happened, I was like, why? Because I know they're vampires. Disgusting but I monsters. Like, why? I mean, I'm not really into vampires to begin with, so... Frankie loved Twilight. <laughs> Stop lying to us. No, nah, this was definitely better than Twilight, for sure. Ooh. Even though I have seen Twilight and I hate that movie. That's a quote for the for the box. Better than Twilight. <laughs> um, it's about the only thing you can say better than and have it fit. Uh, Blade we'll had some badass <laughs> lines in the beginning. Were they delivered great? No. <laughs> but they were good lines. I don't remember any of his lines in the beginning. <laughs> that was when the cops come in and they're like shooting them and shit. Was that the same scene? It was He's shortly like, there. You after. motherfuckers are stupid or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a classic line. <laughs> it, was, it was funny the way it was delivered, but I was like, this is so corny, but it made me laugh. He gets shot. It's it's in the hospital. <laughs> yes. He goes back yes, to yes, yes, yes. He turns around and takes like six bullets to like his like the chest. chest yeah. And he's like, are you motherfuckers out your goddamn mind? Yeah, yes, yes, sir. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Because there was a man, there was a corpse running around eating people, <laughs> yes. and they shot him. <laughs> all, all these being equal, when when I when I got this off Amazon, the first like fifteen minutes go by, I was like, this movie is way more X rated than I remember. Like in that opening scene, the like sidekick guy is getting a blowjob in the club. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember any of this, but then again, I. Probably only ever watched it on like TBS. So my wife was sense. like, "Oh, sh- she's feeding on his leg." I was like, "No, no. she's not." <laughs> oh, she might be. She might be feeding on his dick piece. <laughs> she's thirsty, like, but I, don't I was like, "Oh, you're so." Nice. What'd you pay to watch this on Amazon? Oh, two ninety nine, I think, <sighs> for twenty four hours, which was actually quite clutch because I fell asleep watching it Monday before the football game started. Okay. So I had to stop it, like, with 45 minutes left in the movie to watch football. And then I finished it today. I actually went backwards a little uh, bit. Yeah, I finished it, it, like, an hour before I got here. I could have swore I had it, and instead the only one I had was Blade 2. <laughs> Which is so free on Netflix, pissed. anyway. I, I know! I, I had a very similar experience. I went to my parents' house to look for this movie, because I knew we have it. And I went down there, and I was like, looking, 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 and I pulled it out, I'm like, Blade 2! <laughs> Fuck! Looking, 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 Blade Trinity. Trinity. Mother! I was like, no, no, no. And I started freaking out. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then I saw the, um, the like, the chainsaw rack we have that, like, spins oh, itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, because it's hard to look in, because it, it's not plugged in. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, Blade! Yes! Oh, thank you. <laughs> did anybody else have to pay for it? Or did everybody else stream it or find it? I paid three ninety five To buy it? Like, to rent it. I'm fairly certain that if I had done a sweep of Walmarts in the area, I probably could have found oh, yeah, a yeah. three like all three of them boxed together for five dollars. Right. Probably that's what I got on Amazon. I got like the th- three movies and then the fourth weird one in the collection. Apparently, there's a like series too. Yeah, that's that is the series. That's, oh, that's really? the fourth thing that's in this. this How many movie? episodes were in the series? Was it a full season? Or I have no it? idea. I kind of want to check out the God series. The movie's 88 minutes. The thing being listed on the thing is 88 minutes. That's all I know. What was the name of the actor to play Blade in the series? Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers, <laughs> yep. I just read that shit. <laughs> oh, man, I wish he was there in this movie. Sounds about right. Uh, why didn't Blade finish that guy off? I know the cops were coming in, but, like, who cares? 
He could have finished. What are we talking about? The guy that was getting cooked. The sidekick guy. Sidekick. Oh. He shouldn't have cooked him in the first place. He should have just shot him in the face of the heart. Like he did to everybody else. Or he could have, instead of pinning him against a wall, thrown something into the middle of. Like there's. He was like the most annoying character in the whole movie, and I felt like his presence wasn't necessary. Didn't they? Didn't he keep him alive for information about where Frost was? Because he knew he was an alias of Frost. I think he he thought that the fire was going to kill him. He didn't expect the cops to put him out. He asked questions about Frost. Yes, like that's why he didn't kill him right away. Yeah, Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but I thought he. I think he thought that the fire had more time, and he definitely didn't expect them to put him out. I didn't expect them to put him out. I'm like, put him out? What I think bothered me the most about that series of events, between him getting lit on fire and extinguished and coming back to live and escaping, to getting his arm chopped off again, to him, something else happened with him a little bit later, was that at the end of the day, when he actually does die... Is in the most anticlimactic horseshit way ever. He runs at him. Blade pulls a, like a silver string out of his vest coat and chops his head off with it. I'm like, yeah, you kept him alive this whole movie to have him die within like less than two seconds of the fight. Like mm-hmm. that seemed dumb to me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it just highlighted his uselessness because yeah. the he entire movie, relief. you're like, this guy is worthless. Yeah, that's what he was. Well, how is he frost? Num- how is he frost number two? I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I think and that... And then he goes out like a bitch, so that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, this universe that they're living in, vampires <laughs> are just so powerful, and, like, like they're subversing the human race to such an extent that even the most useless vampires like that can be incredibly powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. compared to humans. Yeah, and that's the yeah. point. Like, he's useless, he's stupid, but, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter, because, guess what, he can still fuck a person up because he can... Get a, a, have his arm chopped off, be lit on fire for 35 seconds, and still come back to life. Something the movie gets right is everything is explained. There's nothing that comes out of left field, nothing that left me scratching my head, or why did this happen? Like, I thought Constantine, a lot of it was just like, alright, we're gonna go with this, we're not even gonna mention it, and here you go, audience. Mm-hmm. This was like, expl- like, why are the younger vampires that aren't pure bloods trying to take over? There's mm-hmm. a prophecy... They explain the supernatural abilities. They explain Blade is like half human, half vampire almost, or he has mm-hmm. a little bit of both. They explain Whisper's origin story. Like, everything was explained. I thought that was well done. Yeah. Um, I just think Wesley Snipes is terrible in this movie. <laughs> he is terrible. So bad. <laughs> I mean, don't quote me, because I know we're going to get here eventually, but I feel like his acting gets better with the subsequent movies. But don't quote me. It's not his acting getting better. It's the people that around him were put around him do get better. It's also like, probably writing. I mean, writing probably comes into play. But really, I mean, for all the problems that I'm sure you guys have with Blade Trinity, the fact that Jessica... Is it Jessica Alba? Jessica mm-hmm. Beale. No, Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale and Ryan Reynolds are in that movie. Mm-hmm. Triple H. And Triple H, yeah. Triple H carries that movie. <laughs> Triple, Triple H does carry that movie, Joe. You are not wrong. Him and his Pomeranian. Yeah, his two Pomeranians. <laughs> um, with this movie, I actually... Um, you will. I enjoyed the science side of it. Like, the science doesn't necessarily hold up by any means, but just like you said, explaining the science, like, I actually enjoy when movies have, like... They inject something into, like, the blood cells and you actually see them react. And mm-hmm. Like, I've kind of always found that kind of cool. So they do a lot of that in this movie, which actually carries the movie in between the fight scenes. Because it's like, fight scene, this hematologist finding out that if you inject this certain thing, vampire's heads will explode. Fight scene, here are the nails that you can use to make vampire's heads explode. And then eventually she finds a cure. So I think that that was actually a pretty good way to do. To to just just kind of hop between scenes. Mm -hmm. Hop between story points. Does anyone remember her name? And Boucher, right? right? <laughs> yes. Um, no, the, the character. Denise. No. D-Nice. D-Nice. <laughs> yep. Uh, point, point being, oh, man. no one does. I forgot. And no. she's terrible in this movie also. She's yeah. so bad. I had a huge problem with... Was it Carol? 
Something like that. Could be Carol. Yeah. I'll, I'll call her Carol. Denise. <laughs> I'll go with it. Hubert. Hubert, find out the name of this woman. And write it down, because you can't speak. <laughs> Just bring in the laptop, we can figure it out. Um, the second real major like scene with her, like when she wakes up and she gets released from the Blade and Whistler's compound, I watched that scene and I was like, what? what is that? Ha- Again, it's been so long since I've watched it that I forgot what actually happens. I was like, so... You're running away to try to escape, and then they tell you what's going on, so then you don't want to try to escape, so then they release you and tell you to leave. So you then leave, they tell you to be secretive, but you have two huge band-aids with blood marks seeping through where vampire fans That was amazing. That was amazing to me. (laughs) I was like, they're going to find her in like eight seconds. (laughs) Yeah. I was like... Her hair did cover her pretty well, though. But the last thing Blade says after, like, he kicks her out the car is get out of town and be secretive about it. And then within like 14 seconds of her walking into her apartment, a familiar shows up. I, I was just so blown away by the logic of the whole thing. Go ahead. My favorite part was when she gets out of the car and he's like, tells her to be secretive or whatever. And she's like, but they don't come out in the daytime. And she like yells this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just yells it. His car was awesome. Oh, yes, yeah, it was. The, tra- uh, the charger? Freaking dope. Mm. Karen Jensen. Yes, it was Karen. Karen. I was I close. Meant, I meant you Denise were, you so were really close. close. Yeah, that's obviously close. Denise was close, guys. <laughs> I should have got Jensen for unrelated reasons. Because that's the name of was the main cool. character on Supernatural? Sure. Good. Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles. Uh, Not in this movie. We wish. Did you guys like that train scene when they're like running through the nope. tunnel? I didn't like it. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is yeah, so that was weird. weird. Whistler's escapability was cool. Mm-hmm. The fact that Whistler like can't move very effectively, but mm-hmm. somehow manages to just like, oh look, a surrogate, and just drops down. That was he the best part of, of himself. That. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, like you that. Can, you can take care of himself. Pan back to him, and he's already like disappearing. I'm like, clearly he can take care of himself. He was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, so yes. Whistler's the best part of the movie. Yeah. No beef with Whistler. Chris Christopherson's also. Awesome. Yeah. This is true. I love it. It was a shame, though, that they shot him in his bad leg. Like, of all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's already bad. What do you... yeah. <laughs> he's already got a brace like freaking Mad Max. Oh, God, Whistler's Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> we are setting up one crazy tie in episode. Uh, Spending the entire time. I don't like the way that blonde girl became, like, the <laughs> sub bad guy out of nowhere. She was like the whole blonde girl. She was just. She she was not in the movie, and then all of a sudden, she was a key fucking player, and I was like, where the fuck did you come from, bitch? We see her We see her when the party is going on in his, like, Right, but that's lounge. it. That's it. I'm saying, she was a party hoe, and then she became, <laughs> and then she became his sub, his sub bitch I'm in, like, sure two scenes. I'm pretty sure that's Deacon Frost main squeeze. <laughs> Is, Which it, is it Blade's mom is main squeeze? Because she live in a bed. Yeah, what the fuck was that? She live in a bed. That was really weird. And also his Dumb. mom definitely came on to him. Yeah, well, vampire yeah. vampire really sexuality is always very fluid, so we'll take that I mean, it's with a, a grain of salt. Well, alright, I guess I missed that. The chick that gets out of the bed is his, his mother. Did That's you me. guys know, know that, like, after she got out of the bed? Like, yeah. She said, yeah. yeah, she... Yeah. Well, I knew it I, when, she, when she's, like, revealed later on. I'm like, oh, cool, Blade's mom. I didn't know it was the same girl. I got out of the bed. Stop looking at your phone, Sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's a bad choice by them. I would that would have been... I think a, we all agree. No, this, like, stylistically, that would have been a cool big reveal, like, Blade confronts his mom. But, like, knowing Blade's mom's out there to begin with, that kind of ruins it. No? No one agrees? No, I don't. I thought it was a big reveal. You see her in the bed. She looks kind of different because it was the 60s or whatever, and now it's modern day. Then you see her again, and it's like, huh. And then she says, Eric? And you're like, wait, who the fuck is Eric? And I'm your mom. Wait, what? Well, that's what I'm talking about. So when you see her get out of the bed, when you first time you saw Mm -hmm. the movie, you knew that was Blade's mom? Don't they do a flashback to her in the hospital and then go to her back in the bed in present day? They do. Well, while we're on the subject about people we don't know, what about that guy that was cooked at the, um, like, by the water? What was that about? Oh, the research guy? Who was that guy? The big blob? I must have fucked. No, not that one. Pearl? That's another weird one. Pearl was so gross. Yeah, that was... I totally forgot about that scene. You talking about the, um, 
the way they were by the water and they were <laughs> that like was the elder. The so, yeah, they were again. It was a really dumb throwing, oh, but like okay. to explain to like pretty much start the why Deacon Frost is doing all of what Deacon Frost is doing is he's sitting on this council of elders and they're all pure blood. Oh, that's what that was. And he's the guy at the head of the table saying. Deacon, you're a disgrace. I hate you so much. Okay. Why do you exist? Yep. All right, now I know. And then he walks down into the library. He's like, this is only meant for pure bloods. What are you doing? I hate you. Why aren't you listening to me? He leaves. And then somehow... That was, that scene wasn't that long, though. Like, that whole, like, council thing going on. No, no, no yeah. So I just probably... He just keeps popping back up for, like, 30-second intervals throughout the course of the movie. And then he gets cooked, and I was like, who is that guy? After his... Fangs get ripped out, right? Oof. And he throws them on the table that at the cool. council. That was pretty cool. That was a cool scene. Which is apparently how you get a seat on that council. You just kill one of the old members, and you're like, "I'm going to take his chair." But he was already—he already had a seat on the council somehow. Did he? He was like summoned by them. I yeah, think no, he had. Oh, he was summoned. Yeah, I think he had a seat on the council. I think that's why I cooked him was to take his seat. Well, that makes some sense. Mm. I don't know if they gave him a seat so much as that. Well, he definitely so much as that literally gave him a yeah. seat, but I don't think that made him a member of the council. He was just so like, hey, kill this fucker. Oh, by the way, tomorrow night we're doing some shit. <laughs> You're all invited. By the way, tomorrow night, become the blood god. Yeah. It's going to be rad. <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> Who's got two thumbs is becoming a blood god. Oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, that big blob thing is weird. Pearl? I I remember that from when I was a kid, and I loved that scene. Do you like it now? <laughs> I didn't, it, it, it's kind of one of the ones that does because the effects work. I guess it's. I mean, it doesn't make a ton of sense in like vampire culture because you everybody in this movie, even the elders that are old, are attractive, almost like elven levels of yeah. attractiveness. Like even the old ones are like, okay, yep. But it just vampire isn't just, job of the hut doesn't do yeah much. vampire <laughs> job of the hut doesn't do much for me. <laughs> but even the react like the reaction the back and forth like oh I don't know it's just what that don't even worry about that like I thought that was funny. I thought it was, it funny. was funny. It's unnecessary. It moved. You don't need that in the movie. Right. Like that visual. Right. I mean, what's it there for? It gives you information about a prophecy, but why do they? You could have read that in a book. Like that? Yeah. No. I mean, because who knows? It's yeah. just another way. I mean, it's their attempt. It's their attempt at expanding the universe as a whole. Like we do, we going into this movie know nothing about the vampire underground. Well, yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna know much about Pearl going forward because she's dead. This is very she, true. She's dead, and that was it. You got five minutes of this big blob telling you the plot of the movie. Well, yeah. Also, they turn Karen into, like, the biggest sadist in that scene. Yeah. yeah like, I didn't see that coming, that she was just going to try and pearl. That sword was cool. Indiscriminately. His sword? His sword was mm-hmm. fucking cool. His sword was cool. Question about the sword. Yeah. Yes. I'm not question, but... Fingerprint scanner. How did she know, like, there was a switch to turn the thing on? Like, because she just goes and reaches around perfectly the hilt of the sword when she wakes up in their headquarters. Mm-hmm. She reaches perfectly around it and, like, touches the part of the hilt that you can't see that has the button that makes it rotate and it's not a button. activate. See, they, 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 they lost their shit. It's not a button. It's meant to cut off someone's hand who isn't blade. Right, that's what But I so many people who aren't blade pick it up and don't yes, get their hand cut off. Yes, but there's very often that people who aren't blade pick it up and they get their hands cut off or... They almost get their hands cut off, but there's a bunch of times when they have the sword and they're tossing it around. I'm like, okay, I think we see probably should have lost their hand already. Off. It probably should have gotten cut off already, but it was they it was really spotty, and I was kind of like counting the seconds, like like when the the white chick was holding it. I was like, should have lost that. You should have lost your hand already. Yeah, but wasn't there a deactivation switch on that? Yeah, there was. That so only Frost knew about. And there's an activation switch because Blade turns it on to throw it up and get stuck in the rock and knock the serum down. Not the serum, mm. the whatever, the blood boiling thing. The quiet I Yeah. I didn't take it as a as a switch to be turned on or off, but I mean, whatever. They did in that scene. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It, it, uh, that it was scene weird. was so weird to begin with. How'd they get the hieroglyphics? They just like appeared and they were like, oh, let's fucking read these. Sidewalk like, chalk. Try to <laughs> decipher them. Which um, hieroglyphics? The hieroglyphics they were using to like, the computer was like decoding mm-hmm. it. And they were trying to. 
Um, Where did they get yeah. the scrolls from? Yeah, did they explain that? A temple, ancient times. They have, I mean, yeah, they have they the scrolls. Yeah, I saw the scrolls. It was just, did they, they didn't mention what No, they, I mean, they might have said, it, we found these in blah, blah, blah. No, no, Blade is the only one that mentions anything about him. He just says, these are pages from the Book of Aramis, yeah. the vampire Bible. I was interested in it. I mean, it would have been, uh, that would have been a better use of backstory time yeah. than There was just the a stuff. lot of unnecessary destru- destruction of property during all fight scenes. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, I could kick you, or I could kick you into this. We could destroy the archives yeah, of the Empire Yeah, and I'm like, oh things. my god, all this shit is being destroyed. Like, even you, Blade, should want this information. Yeah. Well, Very, yeah. No, go ahead. Nah, I was gonna get all off topic. Go ahead. Um... My thing was more, especially in, like, the archive scene, like, when there's, like, the big, long pages of the Book of Aramis, like, mm-hmm. hanging in just, as if it's a museum exhibit. Even if you weren't a pure-blood vampire, I feel like you would... I wanted like, those pages. Yeah, like, I feel like you would want them to, like, survive, so, like, you would have been like, no, 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 don't do anything. We need these pages. Like, it just didn't, like, that was, there was a lot of destruction for, for no apparent reason. It looked good. That's why they did. I think they it. had budget money left over. They were like, "How much shit can but we wreck?" They didn't. They oh, did rid of the soundboard punching sounds. Like it was all like, psh, 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 psh. like even when they hit like their clothes, it made that yeah. noise. It was fucking weird. I, I was actually, I had a point when him and Deacon um, confront each other in like the daytime, uh-huh. and he's got the little girl, like the like weird bullet time scene. Yeah, I was like. You clearly ran out of money here and just had to make it work because that... That was the last shot. Like, really bad. Because that was bad, but then, like, when the purebloods, like, the skeleton, like, soul things, like, escape from the mouth... Yeah. That was... That was so weird. That looked yeah, bad, but, but for the 90s, it wasn't bad. No, that looked way better. Yeah, you're right. At the very least, it looked better. Uh, sequel. When did Army of Darkness come out? Off the top of anyone's head. Early 90s? 19-something. <laughs> Early nineties, yeah, something 80s. like that. Yeah, but the skeletons in that look better than yeah the souls escaping. But I think colors. in Army of Darkness it was um, uh, motion capture, and this was CGI. Okay, I'm just saying, still... you, you know, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I agree. No, they looked ridiculous. I was like, wait, there's a skeleton inside a skeleton. I don't get it. Why is it bad? <laughs> Two years before, ninety two. Six years before, six. Oh, this is ninety eight. You're right. Yeah, when they killed Frost, with eighth the grade, coagulant. It looked it looked really bad. Yeah, it was really like, bad he's a giant pimple and he's about to explode. Gross. But it also doesn't make sense, <laughs> considering what you just watched this guy be able to do. Right. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, it makes sense in the sense that it uh, it does it to vampire blood. He is vampire blood. Like that's all he he's is the blood now. God. He's, yeah. blood he's the god. blood god. Oh, okay. So you know what I'm saying? Just take that as it is. Blood god. This affects blood. I'm gonna put a lot of them into you, and I'm going to kick the last one in. Oh. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> really ballsy move. Yeah. <laughs> he missed, I, love, man. I do love <laughs> that it. he didn't know what it was. Like, that's how new of a weapon it was, yeah. that he didn't know. Well, what he said, hey, it's and a he, serum. And he goes, why don't you try it? Yeah, no. I That that part I really liked. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool that he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Because if he had, he would have... Yeah, because... Yeah, why would he know it, though? Like, it makes, it makes sense, because he's not a... Hematology, exactly. Yeah, but that's the other thing. Like he, they, they got that right because if he had been like, "Oh, is this your weird new making vampires heads explode weapon?" Yeah, I would. Like, I might have turned off the movie if he had said those words. <laughs> <laughs> if he had said those words, I hope I the writer never works times. in Hollywood again. Mm. But you know what I mean. The writer makes a lot of superhero movies. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Who is it? It's uh, his last name is Goyer. I forget his name, but he he writes for a lot of. He has hands in the pot of a lot nice. of superhero stuff. So he's probably excited Blade's coming back soon. TV Maybe. show, I hope. Nope. <sighs> Movie? Movie. Snipes? Michael Jordan? No. No, sadly not him. Wow, that'd be perfect, though. I want to see him so bad. Dwayne? Yep, it's going to be Dwayne. <laughs> no. He could play anything. He's too big! He'll be Triple H's role in the new, in the new Blade 3. Casting the new Blade. <clears throat> Michael B. George is the obvious choice. Yeah, but he's not because he's in... Unless they throw Blade into... Kevin Hart. No. Black Panther movie, which would be ridiculous. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan only does well, the, the Ryan Coogler movies. He's now. the villain. Oh, is he the villain? Yeah. That I, that in Black Panther, I'm pretty sure he's coming back. Michael B.? Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Definitely, because Coogler's directing it, and they 
do everything together. <laughs> um, back to Blade. Thank you. We were talking about a fantasy Blade. I swear. Um, one of the things that bothered me, and this always bothers me, it will always bother me, and it's never going to go away, the stupid kung fu movie troupe, trope where there's a group of people and they all come at you one at a time to give you time to, like, do your Locked roundhouse anything, kick right. <laughs> before the next one comes in. Mm-hmm. And it's not until Blade's mother, like, seduces him that eight guys storm in with, like, cattle prods and, like, cattle prod him. Yep. Yes, this, you get used to it. This will be in most of the movies. It will be in <laughs> I'm going to say it every fucking time I see it. It is fucking yeah. stupid. Yes, it is. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Unless you're Bruce Lee, don't do it. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. A slug villain. Frost. Frost. I right. think he's actually a really good villain. I, you know what? We've I, seen way worse, right? Yeah. You know what they could have done? They could have made him live, and he could have came back for the sequel. I feel like it could have worked. As, like, the actual blood god. Like, I'll come back for you, Blade. And then... Well, the word god means that you can't be... Killed. De- well, yeah, it just means you can't be... Dis- you can't- it means your essence can't be destroyed, right? So even if his corporeal body gets exploded by that thing, mm-hmm. you would suspect that some way or another he would have been able to come back at some point in time. I've never seen Blade 2. Me so either. in my mind, I've maybe he did. <laughs> nope. I'm not no. going to spoil that for anyone. <laughs> I <did>. will. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my One of my gripes is that you never know where they are. It's the city, downtown, Th- this area, that area, they never put a definitive title on the city that they are in. Chicago. Except at the end, when they go, Moscow. <laughs> well, yeah. But that city is nondescript. It's got a beach that has an eastern shore. So not Chicago. <laughs> I think it's... And that's so it. that we, we, know, we know where you are, then. Well, no, we don't, because it could be any stupid city along, you know what I'm saying? That eastern which, seaboard. But which, which city on yeah. the eastern seaboard yeah. Camden. actually has an actual shoreline? Not like a 45-minute away shoreline. Yeah. That eliminates, at the very least, it eliminates Philly, mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., and Atlanta. So, unless it's a Great Lake, which it didn't look like, that eliminates Chicago. So now we are at Virginia. either Baltimore or New York City. Where is it? It's in New York City. I picked Baltimore. Baltimore. Right? Baltimore's got a harbor. No, you're right. But it's not really... But there's it's no really like beach as far as I know. I, no. I assumed it was New York City <laughs> watching the movie. I assumed it was too, but I just didn't like the way they never said it. It just bothered me. The city, the downtown. I tried yeah. to quickly Google this. It tells The Blade TV series takes place in Detroit. I couldn't find anything about the movie, so I'm just going to assume it's Detroit. <laughs> Perfect. It's always Detroit. So then I'm way the fuck off. <laughs> Perfect. Detroit. But is Detroit near one of the Great Lakes? Yes. At yeah. least? Yeah. Right? So I guess that could be the body of water. It would be near Michigan, right? Like yeah. Michigan? Yeah. yeah, no, it would be. Well, uh, you know where tides, so. Blade movie took place? Send us an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. Got it. Who's the same the actor who plays for us? Stephen Dorff. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did. Except for, well, really, it's the writing. Yeah. I feel like they wrote so many F-bombs for him, just unnecessarily. Yep. When he did <laughs> drop them, when when he did have lines that, like, dropped them, for lack of better terms, eloquently, like, when you had, like, that one... When like, they were the needed? Speech. Sure. Yeah. yeah Those couple of times that, like, he said it only when it was actually needed, it was pretty good. We're on the top of the fucking food chain. Like, I actually like that, like, mm-hmm. the way he delivers that line is good. I like his character too. Like yeah. his motivation mm-hmm. for doing what he's yeah. doing. It's Everything fine. makes sense. Like yep. at least from that perspective from the movie. He, he is a good villain in, yes. in terms of that. Yeah. Except he goes out like a bitch in the final fight because the final fight takes like thirty seconds. Yeah, like a jelly donut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that I don't like about the movie. He did take a lot of those vials. Yeah, he did. You're right. Like eight of them. Yeah. One got kicked into him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very awesome. Uh, excuse me. It was a roundhouse kick. It got roundhouse kicked into him. It sure did. Did the first seven do anything until the eight, eighth one got kicked? No, into he was. Kind of, like yeah, he was, was kind of like convulsing a little bit. Yeah, but it doesn't. When he had the one sticking out of his head, I immediately turned to my wife and was like, "Unicorn, hey, he's a unicorn now." <laughs> did your wife like the movie? No, no. no. Yeah, I, I really think this is a movie that 
You had to. You would have had to have like, seen when you were, like I said, no. younger slash when it came out to have enjoyed it. It was very <laughs> formative for me. My wife saw games. it before, so as I was watching it, if I like spoke up, she was like, "Oh, this is going on." I'm like, oh. uh, I mean, if you watched it in 2005, I think you would have been fine. But past that, you probably. Hmm. When does Iron Man come out? 2008. Eight. Then yeah. You have to see this before the MCU. Yeah, because because the fight scenes are at that at that point when it's not awesome choreography and it's not slow motion fighting, which is that center area. Mm-hmm. It's just before that, so it's this weird like yeah. kung fu live action kind of not good choreography. What the fuck's going on? Here it is. I would argue you should probably see this movie. Should have seen this movie before, like, X-Men came out. Yeah. Because... Oh, that's it. Yeah, even that better. 2002? Yeah. Yeah, but do they look good today? To, to We're gonna play X-Men? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking... 100% better than this. The, the Toby Spider-Man, I was trying to think when that came out. I think that's also 2002. Okay. Yeah. That's way better than... Oh, so, when I was watching this... When I was watching this, I had a bunch of, um... Beers? Pot. <laughs> I wish I had a bunch of beers. Jesus Christ, I would have made it better. No, what I had was a bunch of like, like I guess for lack of a better term, nostalgia moments. I was like, oh, that's cute. Me too. Like when, like when Whistler <laughs> is fueling up the car, and he just like turns on the gas as soon as he pulls it up, and it just erupts gas everyone. I'm like, I would collect that in <laughs> yeah. a rag yeah. and squeeze it into my car. And lights up a cigarette. And all then the gas is everywhere. Right after All over that nice paint. Fuck you. <laughs> like but like, part. it was like, oh, back to the days when gas wasn't like $822 a gallon. Sure. Like, how wonderful. It's probably under a dollar. Yeah. Or at least close Almost, to it. It certainly was pretty close to a dollar. Look it up. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> 2002 for Spider-Man. 2002 Nailed it. Good call. What else can we say about this movie? Um, okay, I have, I have something <laughs> that's ridiculous and infuriated me. Yes! Alright, so, I don't remember if it happened several times in this movie, but at least one time, when he's chasing the the corrupt cop, whatever, the familiar. Yes. Blade causes public panic in this movie, and then a minute later, no one gives a shit. shit about him, yeah. Everyone's like, oh yeah, this happens every Tuesday at 2.30. This guy comes out and shoots someone. <laughs> well, when he... Yeah. When Frost With had a the machine girl, pistol. Yeah, when Frost had the girl and, like, he shot, people were running away, and then the next thing you know, they're just like, dee-dee-dee. It's like, wow. Yeah. It's, they really I mean, even, are cows. Even if he did, like, do some weird vampire mystic escape nonsense, people would still be, like, like walking around and like, what the fuck? And that doesn't happen. Cheat. UFOs. That's one of the things I was questioning, too, is, like, so the council mentions that, like, uh, they have politicians in their pocket so they can stay hidden. The public has to know, though, right? I mean, that's a big secret to keep. I don't think they know. No, no they definitely Nobody knows, so no. all this goes on. Uh, the the movie, I was like, on. they definitely have to know. Police chases go on, no news stations reporting anything. Like, I don't know. A city like Detroit, people know. <laughs> the w- There's so much other crime, though. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably going to be quite a long time before we even consider doing Blade 2 or Blade 3, so I'm not going to mind spoiling this. Write it down. The Don't. <laughs> the entire trilogy is predicated on the concept that vampires are so powerful that they can manage to keep this hidden. Like, it goes all the way up and all the way down, and here's the trick to the whole thing. It's the politicians and the business people that are helping them hide are the ones that are in control. Like, they're familiars. Like, it's not like a vampire comes up and is like, hey, here's a couple hundred bucks. Make sure that my bloodbath nightclub stays hidden. It's like, if you do this for me, right around the time you're about to die, I'm going to turn you into a vampire. I'm going to give you everlasting life. Like Like, that's the type of world that these people live in, and if you're rich and powerful, the only thing you have to fear is death, so... That's explained more in the second and third movie? To an extent, like, they definitely show major politicians, major police officers are familiars. Mm -hmm. Like, like, they don't necessarily explicitly say, you do this, I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. They just show a mayor of these major cities who's a familiar, like, with the tattoo. 
It's just a trope. It's a vampire trope. Vampires are powerful. So you uh, you expand that to the modern age, right? When they were powerful back in their time, it was, you know, I have a castle. I don't know what happens in that castle, but girls go in there and they don't come back. Huh. Weird. <laughs> Best not the question. <laughs> right, exactly. And now it's CEOs and companies and police and blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it's expanded exponentially, and that's the explanation. It's part of the trope. Vampires are powerful because they need to be powerful to remain hidden because if they're not hidden, then they're going to be killed during the day. Because that's when they're weak. Can I just say something? I just want to throw it out there and see how many people agreed with me. Despite all of like the dance clubs and like the techno music that was going on, Hell yeah. did anybody else think that Frost looked like a guy who secretly loves Stained and Limp Biscuit? I don't think yes. I don't think it was secret. <laughs> he yeah. just looked like that '90s dude, bro, to me. The entire yeah. time, I was like, "You're every time like a girl's about to leave you, you throw her a stain CD, and she like comes back. <laughs> like I guarantee it." I mean, stain's great. He had no clearly for a while. His hair was crazy. It was just like yeah, yeah, it was wild. I mean, it must be nice to be a vampire and just fuck around all day. Yeah, true because they own the world. I literally have nothing else to say about this movie, guys. Same. What was your least favorite part? I had one part that really pissed me off. Mine well, was probably the, the blade causing a public panic on the sidewalk and then no one caring. Uh, probably the nightclub in uh, the butcher place. The bloodbath. I said the city. The the same um, bullet time, like, that the graphics were awful, and I actually take offense to what Frost was saying. Like, you have all of our strengths and none of our weaknesses. No, motherfucker, this dude has a huge, like, one of your huge weaknesses, and that's that he lusts for blood constantly. Yeah, but he doesn't see it as a weakness. I get that, but, like, you... He can't do his job effectively because he has a bloodlust. Right. But I'm just saying, Frost doesn't see it as a weakness, that's why. My least favorite part is when they push Dr. Karen Jensen into that pit. I just like you want her dead, and you just kill her. Put kill exactly. Don't push. She's coming back. We all know she's coming back. <laughs> I mean, that's just oh, what the fuck? Yeah, up? it's off. It's off that. But continue. Sorry. That that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Karen Jensen crawls out of that pit. Yeah. With a thigh bone. Yep. What is that Humor. thigh bone used for later on? Oh my god! It's to kill the mother. Kills the mother. It's a bone! In the stomach! In the stomach! She got boned. Oh god, that pissed me off so much! <laughs> and then, and, and mere, in mere minutes before that, he comes in with his machine pistol, mows down like 60 guys, and none of them go into dust. They all just start bleeding. I'm like, did well, you forget? Did you forget what they were supposed well, to do? He, they had a bunch of familiars with them, too. The SWAT guys. No. I, I don't know what guys you're talking about, but I'm just saying, I remember there was SWAT guys, too. They own the police. Right. I guess I could... No. All right. Long story short, in Blade Trinity, he kills one human and, like, the entire, like, world is at... He's like, he becomes public enemy number one because he kills one human in a car chase. No way he mows down 30 familiars. This happened at a secret underground blood god summoning place. In in a nondescript location, which may or may not have also been part of the city. Ancient Egypt. What? Detroit. How convenient that that thing was built right there, and that's and that's. That's what I'm saying. Like it was there. You got this train yard. You got this downtown area. You got all this shit. Fuck, are we? It's the utopia. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> no, Moscow. No, Moscow was the end. Yeah, no. Maybe that was the reveal. It was Moscow all along. And then Blade Two. I know they start in Prague. We'll get there. We'll get there. Do we have to? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I should have wrote it down. Calling out. <laughs> I take back my vote. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, don't. I don't. Troll face. I love it. All right, well, I have one more thing. Yes. It's not even about the quality or anything that happens in the movie. It's about the movie itself. I hate when movies do this. In the opening credits of the movie, we get Wesley Snipes, Stephen Dorff, and then Blade in the same font and size as the two of them. So I was like, so Blade's a character? <laughs> if you're making a movie, don't do that. Make I mean, it he is bigger. Character. No, he is but, Wesley Snipes' character. You're right. I meant to say actor. <laughs> Rate it. Stone it. <laughs> you guys good? Yeah, I think good. so. 
Let's move on to rating it then. We're just dragging it at this point. This is true. Sequel. Explanation. I have a feeling I know where you're going. Explanation. All right, explanation. I thought you were going to say it. No, you're right. (laughs) Here at Zero's Talking Heroes, we rank movies, we rate movies, using the Infinity Stones. So we give a movie a number of stones based on how good we think it is, one being the worst, or you can go half if you so desire, up to six being the best, and you have the option to include an Infinity Gauntlet if you give a movie six stones at your discretion. And now, back to your regular scheduling <laughs> rating. Sequel. This movie is not good, but it didn't, like, piss me off as much as other movies. Turtles? We, Turtles. BBS. <laughs> yes. Or BBS. Yeah. We suck my fucking balls. So, I mean, I'm never going to watch it again. But uh, I'll go two and a half. That's not quite 50%. Heads up. <laughs> Corey? I actually finished this movie and refused to write my rating down. I always write my rating down before I come here, but I I wouldn't do it because I wasn't sure if my initial reaction at the end was being nicer to the movie because I saw it growing up and I kind of remember loving it, or if it was low because I'm now actually looking at it critically. It was that weird like range. Um, so now that we've actually talked about it, <laughs> I'm going to go even lower than what my initial expectation was. I'm going to give it two and a half as well. I, I, I can't give it three. I've given pretty good movies that I just didn't personally love threes. So this movie, which doesn't age well, has some shitty graphics and some shitty writing, can't get that same score. But I still have some weird... Uh, about it. So, two and a half. Frank? I don't like this movie. Like, at all. At all. But, I'm going to give it a rating on uh, things that I liked about the movie. Whistler gets one, and Blade Sword gets a shard. So, one and a half. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brutal. Cold-blooded. Blade Sword is the second best character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Blade Sword is almost as good as a lightsaber. Bleeds, bleed. <laughs> nah, I'd rather have a lightsaber. Of course. Oh, honestly. <laughs> Who wouldn't? A Mora. A really yeah, hardcore yeah, blade fan. Yeah, really hardcore You're going to put your hand down. <laughs> I will cut it off and it will not grow back. <laughs> Wait. Right? We, do, we don't know yet. We, let's not find We don't let him outside during the day. So <laughs> there we, there, we there are rules. There are rules oh, here. Matt? Uh, I would also like to give this movie a two and a half. Because listening to everyone else, I can't really give it a three. That seems high for it. Doesn't age well. That's that's mainly it. But I do appreciate the age that it is because it was so important for me during that time in terms of games and things I was doing. Um, but yeah, it doesn't age well. There's a lot of discrepancies in the lore and what's going on. The bone, come on, bone, and. Uh, I don't even want to get into like bullet counts because that'll be incredible. But uh, <laughs> let's just hope they do it better next time around because that 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 literally is coming. Make it a TV show. I think it'll be better. Nope, it is a be movie. It is on the list of the MCU. I know. Movies. I'm just saying. I think you could. Well, I'm telling no. you to stop saying it's it. It's not an MCU movie. It's a Marvel movie. It's an MCU movie. No, MCU starts with Iron Man. No, he's talking it's about the, M- the, the, the new remake. one. Will be an MCU. Oh, uh, the new one's going to be an MCU movie, yes, sir. That's, that's so. There's vampires in the good. MCU. Of course, I hate that. That's so fucking stupid. They're aliens. That's Marvel. Aliens. That's fine. Well, no, I'm okay with aliens. What? Weird psychic. Mm. Weird psychic. That's where you're going to draw the line. Yeah, putting really. vampires in the MCU. I don't want to see zombies no, or the I mean, undead or vampires or werewolves in the fucking MCU. And if vampires are Keep controlling the entire world, like, Team Edward, I don't fucking care. <laughs> see, he loves Twilight. That, we knew. Yeah, it. I was about to say, <laughs> nailed it. That's the wrong team. No, buddy. Team Jacobs. <laughs> Dear God, the Joe. No, I can't believe that. Joe, I need you to give us a stoning here. All right. I'm honestly still on the fence. I want to give him this movie. I gotta go too. I'm giving it like kind of like Frank. I'm giving it one stone for each thing. It's Whistler and it's Deacon Frost. Those are the only two things worth watching in this movie. The action's okay. Special effects are garbage, ninety percent of the time. 
a little bit of the time it's okay. The acting is bad. Or maybe it's just the writing, but the performances of Wesley Snipes and Karen's character actress are not good. And it does not age well. So I, I thought initially I was going to give this movie a three, and then talking about it, just <laughs> there's, there's too much wrong with this movie for me to have given it a three. That's that's where, exactly where I was at. I would rather be neutral than hate it, honestly. Well, don't hate it. And that's going to do it for Blade, I think. It's going to wrap it up for us. Let's go around the table and give our recommendations of what you should do in between now and the next episode you hear. Let's kick it to sequel. I want to recommend the movie The Gate, also starring Stephen Dorff. That was a real cool movie growing up. It's a, technically a horror movie, kind of sci-fi-ish. It's good, though. Check it out. Never heard of it. Sounds great, though. <laughs> Matt? I'm going to recommend that you go look up something that you're interested in, and go look up a related topic, and fall down that rabbit hole, and get interested in something new. You know, maybe you are looking up this video game, and this, this video game is loosely based on this video game, and then you find out, holy shit, there's these three video games I never even heard about, and they are just like what I like. And then four hours later, you go to bed. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you have to get up for work in two hours, and then you're tired of work. But people say, hey, what'd you do all night? I was looking up these video games, and then you go, oh my god, I love those video games. And then you found a friend. That's what I do at work. Frank, what should we do? I'm going to recommend you watch the first Matrix movie and not the other two one, uh, two terrible ones. Well, they're not terrible, but, I mean, but just watch great. the first one. You'll be glad you did. It's good. It holds up. And Corey? I am going to recommend that you go on to your video streaming service of choice and you look up the BBC and see what shows they're going to let you stream via the BBC because nothing that I've watched that's a BBC show has disappointed me yet. I'm a huge Whovian. Wentworth is phenomenal. That's a BBC show. Um, all of their nature documentaries are fucking awesome. Just watch some BBC stuff. Have you watched Sherlock? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a BBC sh- uh, series that I'm very interested in that I'm pissed that I can't get Downtown streaming. Abbey. What? Downtown Abbey. No. Uh, it's, it's called a, it's, uh, it's called Sharp. Downtown. And it's about uh, when they stopped having officers have to be nobility in the British military. And it's like the first like lowly guy who happened to be a captain in the British military. And it sounds awesome. And I want to watch it. And I can't. Because it doesn't exist anywhere to stream. Noted. Except mm-hmm. England, probably. Eh, I don't even know that. Mm. We haven't been. Mm-hmm. That's true. One day we'll get there, guys. We're trying. Overseas podcast. <laughs> That's right. the dream. <laughs> Joe, take us home. My recommendation. Uh, this previous weekend, when you're recording this, it doesn't matter the date. Just let, Trust me that it happened. It was the Overwatch free weekend for PS4 and Xbox One. I'm going to recommend you play that game if you get the chance, because it's pretty fun. Pretty fun game. It's a shooter, but it's kind of got, like, League of Legends and, like, Blizzard elements to it. Because, I mean, it's made by Blizzard. Yeah. Makes well, sense. A lot of different little uh, nuances to each character. It's not just the simple, pick this guy and you get this gun. Pick this guy, you get this slightly different gun that does the same thing. Mm. Lots of little, like, specialities to each. Each character has its, is very unique. I agree. It's, it's a pretty awesome game. And that's going to do it for us. But before we get out of here, if you'd like to get into contact with us, let us know your thoughts about about the movie Blade, how we're doing, or tell us how you're doing. Tell us what you want to hear. You could do that so many different ways, the first of which you could send an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and tweet at us at zthpodcast. You can follow us on Instagram at zthpodcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching Zero's Talking Heroes. Or visit facebook.com backslash ZTH podcast. And last but not least, you can find us on iTunes or your preferred... No, just do iTunes. You know what? It'd be easier. It's all one place. <laughs> Give us a five-star rating. That would be really helpful. That would help us get the name out there and get noticed and maybe get listed if we get enough of those. Mm-hmm. And if you want to include a review with that five-star rating, feel free to let us know whatever you want. We'd really appreciate that. If it's five stars, we will read it on the air. Mm-hmm. We'll read on there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let Hubert do it. 
If it's five stars. <laughs> yeah, if it's not five stars, he's got to read it. He's reading them right now. <laughs> and if you're in another country listening to this show, and you leave us a review, we have to switch the countries to check those reviews. So send us an email that you wrote a review, so then we can look under that country to find said review and read it. That is an excellent point. Please do that. Yes. Looking to you, Canada and Germany. It's all on you. Hey. Next time, we're going to be doing The Dark Knight. On behalf of all of us, so long, everyone. <laughs>